This is HPR episode 2197 entitled, Why You Should Not Say Free Software. It is hosted by Ken Fallen, and is about 7 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, Ken suggests that the term free software is a bug. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. everybody, my name is Ken Fallon and you're listening to another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. Today I want to talk about the use of the word free software and why I think it is actually a bug. As we all know, in the English language, um, the word free has two meanings. You have free of cost and free uh, for freedom. This doesn't occur in other languages, for example in Dutch you have frei for free freedom and gratis for free of cost. However, we are talking about the English language and let's assume that that's the compiler of choice that we're using. So in the English language, free needs to be prefixed with a namespace. And what I mean by namespaces is a very simple concept. Two people are called Bob. Uh, Two people called Bob work for the same company. So if somebody tells you to bring something over to Bob, you need to know whether it's Bob in accounting or Bob in sales. So you need to always say Bob in accounting or Bob in sales. In computer, in in the realm of computers, this would be considered to be a reserved word or coming from a particular namespace. Namespace clashing is a very bad thing. People try to avoid it. In fact, the GNU C library reference manual says, and I quote, section 133, reference reserved names. The names of all library types, macros, variables, and functions that come from the ISO C standard are reserved unconditionally. Your program may not redefine these names. And it goes on, other people reading your code could get confused if you are using a function named exit to do something different than the standard exit function does. Preventing this situation helps to make your programs easier to understand and contributes to modularity and maintainability. Uh, If redefinition were allowed, then these other functions would not work properly. And this version 2.1.8 was written by Sandra Lossmore with Richard Stallman. Uh, Ronald McGrath, Andrew Oman, and Ulrich Dripper. So th- this namespace thing is uh, a common enough problem in programming. Uh, in XML, you can get around it by defining namespace at the top. But every single problem that I've had with XML, well, not every single one, but the vast majority of problems are to do with the incorrect use of namespaces. It is just a pain having to redefine these all the time. So, for example, our um, compiler, which is the English compiler, you would need to declare every single time that you mean 
what you mean by the word free or otherwise it's open to interpretation. This is basically what we're saying. This is why I don't like the word free software. It is a bug as far as I'm concerned. Now, I've been, it's an interesting question because, I mean, the people, the people who came up with this were programmers. They knew this would happen. It's not as if uh, the concept of paying money for software was uh, not known at the time. And I've checked, um, I've checked Wikipedia, link in the show notes, to the history of software. And around 1979-1983 sort of time frame, we have programs like WordStar, WordPerfect, VisiCalc, and Lotus123. All of these were considered killer applications for the PC. And I thought, okay, maybe you know, RMS wouldn't have, or whoever, Free Software Foundation people wouldn't have known about that. So I went and downloaded some Byte magazines from around 1979 to 1983 from archive.org, put up there by um, Jason Scott, a host here on the network. And there are loads of examples of software being sold for cash in there. Um, A lot of them are obviously collections of, you know, what uh, would be described as, you know, you're paying for the material and, and you're just shipping the software. But that in itself, I have software, I am paying to get that software. So um, if somebody handed me a disk that was free, then there would still be the disambiguity of, is this free software in the sense of the free software or do I need to pay for it? So at the time, the disambiguity of this um, this choice of name was uh, was still there. And um, there are definitely some ads in there that clearly show proprietary software for sale. So um, I don't know. I don't know why he uh, he picked that name. Um, I haven't had a good example. And to be honest, that uh, you know, it's only an English uh, problem uh, that uh, that other languages don't have this problem. That in itself is not an excuse because you know the free software. Free Software Foundation is a is a U.S. foundation whose primary language is English. So you know that's the compiler of the day. So why was it not? Why was it not? Why was it called Free Software at all? And why was it not treated as a bug after that? Um, so do you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I'm going to be at FOSDEM, and if I see RMS and get a few minutes, I will definitely ask him. And uh, I don't know if he's going. I know Bradley and Karen are going, and I'll definitely make a an effort talk to both of them maybe they know maybe there's a how-to somewhere but that basically is my is my um, reasons i don't like using the word free software i do use it of course but uh, i don't like it I get a twitch in my eye you know so it gives seg faults as people just get confused it leads to buffer overflows as there's too much information to take in and there's timeouts occurs where the amount of time needed to explain free software exceeds the amount of time allotted to talk about free software. So, that's it. If you don't agree, then feel free to record a show yourself. Or if you uh, if you know um, if there's an article, or if you can talk to RMS or somebody about why that uh, why free software was picked, it seems like an odd an odd choice given at the time it was there were soft there was software you know what we term free now. Now, you see right here, I can't even explain uh, the difference between free free as in free because I need to, every single time, make a a definition. So if you had called it, I don't know, GNU blip software, GNU software, then I could happily just say at the time there was software, GNU software available and proprietary software available that you could uh, get for free and paid. So, yeah, it's... uh, 
it's just a bad bug and it's been it's been around for a long time we need to get rid of it or not okay the best thing you could do actually if you care so much about this topic https colon forward slash forward slash free fsf.org forward slash donate they're currently running a drive if you can afford it throw them a few shekels that would be fantastic okay tune in tomorrow for another exciting episode of hacker public radio 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 You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.